Hey y'all, Caitlin here with a quick message before we jump into today's episode. If you are enjoying the Roaring D20s podcast, we would really appreciate it if you checked out our Patreon. The funds from our Patreon go directly into supporting the podcast and 100% none of it is going into paying off my copious amount of debt. When you join the Patreon, you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive post-show and get the next episode early. So when you finish today's episode, you can immediately listen to the next one before it is available to the public, and it is completely ad-free. If you would like to throw a few gold our way, go to patreon.com forward slash rd20s podcast. That's patreon.com forward slash rd20s podcast. We would love to see you guys there. Thank you, and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Roaring D20s podcast. I am your imperturbable dungeon master, Scott Jones, and today we have our normal cast of misfits with us who I will let introduce themselves. Hey, this is Caitlin McKegg playing Caitlin McKegg, and I am totally ready to square up with a dude that's probably twice my height. I'm ready to fucking go. Hey, here's Josh uh, playing as Uther and definitely not going to get in that fight. I'm <laughs> not going to go to sleep. Today's not a nap day. <laughs> Today's not a nap day. Hi, I'm Chris and I'm playing Marcus Wayland. And I can't believe they've done it again. Who? <laughs> Who's done what now? Got in a All fight that we didn't need to get into. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. This is Jesse playing Bartholomew Sinclair and... Um, I'm I'm not a vengeful person. <laughs> We're just gonna what? leave it at nope, don't worry about it. We're just gonna leave it at that. And I'm Jacob and I'm playing Gork, your very perturbing barbarian. I see. <laughs> I see what you're going for there. I see what you did there. Alright. Um when last we met, the party finally made their way off of the clown car and into the town of Alcaster on the edge of the rings of Engval. Uh, immediately they discovered that something seemed to be a little bit off about the town. Uh, all of the farmland was flooded, and they learned that the flooding seemed to be coming from the center of the farmlands, as opposed to being brought in from the edges where the ocean is. Uh, Uther went exploring, Fango ran off, and then the party decided to make their way to the inn in town, the Sea Captain's Respite, where they got rooms, and they uh, got themselves settled in. Right when we ended... They were ready to head out into the town when the door burst open, smacking into Fango and Caitlin a little bit, and Caitlin decided to square up with the big, angry, armed individual that came through the door. Now, before we get into it, I do want to mention that um, I want to give props to Chris. Before we started recording, he gave me the idea of making it so that Fango has a very particular thing that he does when Caitlin finally decides to cast speak with animals on him. I'm not going to tell you what it is, audience, but I just want to say that, um, Chris, I'm going to give you inspiration for that. Caitlin Excellent. said that I couldn't give you inspiration before we started recording, so fuck you, we're recording. Now. No! So, as we I get... never want to use speak with animals now. It's never going to happen. Fanger will stay a silent character forever. You've done it. You've given me an idea. You've broken the rules, and for that, I must reward you. <laughs> so... As we actually get into today's session, you, Caitlin, are squaring up against one of the two very, very heavily armed, heavily armored individuals that have just walked into the Sea Captain's Respite. Go ahead. Hey, look, buddy, like, I just didn't want to get hit with the door, so maybe next time be a little more cautious when you open the door, please. <laughs> you hit my little whale dog. Your little whale dog doesn't seem like he's much good. He's great. Great emotional support. I don't know, but I think you 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 feel like you need a little bit of emotional support, buddy. You're right. Got some hard edges. I think I do. And he rears back and kicks Fango in the side. Oh! But you're right. Fango's in my wait. Fango's in my baby pouch. So did he kick me in the stomach? You're goddamn right. He did. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I suppose I thought he was on the floor, but that's right. He was in your baby pouch. So I'll say he reached out and he punches him then. I'll roll for that. You son of a bitch. Hang on, let me roll for that. Okay. Can I dodge? <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately you cannot. <laughs> Damn it. What's your armor class? 14. Okay, so he is going to go ahead and make that shot. So he just kind of he kind of takes his hand. And he doesn't full on punch you in the stomach. He takes his hand and just kind of slaps Fango right across his face, like where it's exposed from your little baby basket that Jeez. you have. And he says, you're right. That was very rewarding. 
thanks, oh. and he goes to push past you. You son of a bitch, I trip him. Uh, you're gonna try. Go ahead and, uh, well, let's, let's start with a roll the hit. Okay. Just like an unarmed strike, I'm assuming? Yeah. Come on, baby, give me a good roll. Even the party leader's like, that's, Fuck that's yeah. fair. No. That's a dirty 20. A dirty oh. 20. I got a fucking 19 plus one. Okay. Get fucked, bro. Nice. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and make a deck save to see if the trip will actually fall. What's the damage done for your unarmed strike? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> what do I even roll for that? You Let's don't see. roll. It's a, it's your strength mod. It's one plus your strength modifier. Oh, yeah. one plus strength. Okay. Uh, my strength modifier... Is a minus one. So your strike does zero damage. <laughs> Great. That's a lot of emotional whatever. damage. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to fuck him up. I just want to trip him. I don't care if he gets hurt. So as you reach out, as he moves to push past you, he kind of goes to shoulder you aside, and you stick your foot out. You do manage to catch him a little bit, and he slips up, but he does not actually fall to the ground. He does manage to catch himself. Um, and as he still stands up, he turns to look at you, and he just says in a very threatening voice. Walk away right now. You apologize to Fango first. Why would you hit an animal? He turns and he says again, walk away right now. Marcus interjects physically and (laughs) starts like moving in between the two. And he like gives like Caitlin a side eye like, oh boy. And then looks at this guy, not friendly like he normally does when he's approaching somebody new, but like kind of like sternly like, friend, I'm sorry, but that was very uncalled for. Um, who are you? And why is your intelligence so low? <laughs> <laughs> Make an intimidation check. Oh, okay. Can I assist by doing, like, fucking finger guns in the air, being like, whoa, you just got burned, bro! Sure, <laughs> roll it as well, I've, yes. I've never made an intimidation check on Marcus. I don't know what my is. My is intended. Oh, it's not that bad, actually. <laughs> Charisma based. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. He looks at you, also- and he gets Sorry, right up in your face. Marcus. You say something, Caitlin? Oh, now we're recording. Seven minutes in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so he'll look at you, Marcus, mm-hmm. and he'll say, Name's Redgrave, and I'm part of Crag's crew. You don't want to fuck with Crag's crew. Is that, some, is that supposed to mean something to me on this tiny spit of an island? He kind of looks around, and it's at this point, Marcus, that you notice that the the few people that were in the sea captain's respite uh, upon seeing this confrontation have kind of moved to the edges of like the bar area that you can see off to the left of the desk. Um, the bartender himself is now hidden, as is the gnome that was behind the counter. Gotcha. So that's that's he just kind of stares at you. He doesn't actually give you an answer. That's just kind of what you notice. All right. Um, uh, Uther kind of walks up and um, he's like, the hell's your problem, man? Wh- what? Do you have some beef with us? You just are you walking by? What the hell's your issue? Um, as uh, Redgrave stares you back down, he's just kind of like you were in the way. And it's at this point that the other two individuals walk through the door, the ones that came with him. Um. And they kind of walk up to Redgrave and they look between you guys and they look back at Redgrave and they say, hey, come on, man, they're not worth it. They're just small fry. I'll fucking show you small fry. Do you say that? I do say that. With their face palms. I'm a hot-blooded tiefling. I'm going to say what the fuck I want. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, at that, the other one will kind of put his arm on Redgrave's shoulder and say, we don't want to make a mess here. Then we're going to have to clean it up. You know what Craig says? It's bad for business. Uh, And at this point, Redgrave is just kind of staring you down, Caitlin. And he's like, I'll ask you this once. Are you sure you want this fight? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Mock is kind of like, Mock is kind of like, he's been like squaring up against this guy. And like, he hasn't stopped. 
but he kind of like looks back to Caitlyn for a second and like he smiles and then he looks back to uh, Redgrave and says, listen, friend, we're here to help. We want to help this area with the this, this strange phenomena that's happening. And it was very perturbing that you come, come in like this. And while we're just trying to gather information, what's going on here? You said you were here to help? We would like to try. This place doesn't need your help. You should leave while you still can. Well, unfortunately, somebody far more infinitesimally powerful than you has tasked us with helping. Oh, and where is he now? Man, he's where he wants to be, which is not here. Sounds like you should skedaddle then. <laughs> Gork snorts <laughs> with laughter. And then Redgrave will turn back to you, Caitlin, and said, I asked you a question. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Is he like very just like rough looking, like scars, the whole shebang? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It looks like this like, would be a fight. Like anime a, a antagonist. Bad fight. All right. I'm going to pat Fango and be like, well, you know what, pretty boy? I'll just, we'll, we'll talk about this later. I got more important shit to do. And you watch as um, the second individual who has his hand on Redgrave's shoulder just kind of squeezes it a little bit, and you can see him trying to push him away from the conflict. Redgrave will turn back to you and say, smart girl, and then he'll turn to leave. (laughs) I'm just very clenched and like, because I'm the shortest person in this group, so I can (laughs) see myself being like the little angry red tiefling, just like really red and angry, just like the the angry short person. (laughs) Is it weird that I always think of Uther as the shortest party party member? (laughs) Well, he's the closest to the ground normally. It's just because he's always on the ground. He's closest to the ground. Whatever. Yeah, nope, I'm the shortest. Oh, Marcus, let's get out of here before I make a bad decision. Marcus, um, kind of, uh, sheepishly smiles and says, yes, we should probably make our leave now. (sighs) I'm going to walk out the door, pat poor little Fango, try to calm him down. I assume he was pretty distressed after getting hit. And I'm just going to, like, kind of coo in his ear, be like, it's okay, buddy. And I'm going to give him a little bit more of the dried fish skins. Nom, 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 nom. Question for you, Caitlin, since I know you have, uh, you have uh, your creature compendium with you. Yep. How many hit points does Whale Dog have? Don't you dare. Don't you dare, buddy. He has 19 hit points. All right, he's he's fine. Okay, thank He God. currently has, you know, 15 hit points. Okay. But he's Still fine. Still not great. <laughs> okay, so um, as the rest of the party makes their way out the door, you now have the rest of Alcaster to explore. Yay! Where to? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we already know the farmlands are covered in salt water. Mm -hmm. Um, We got the tavern. I guess you guys want to go try to find maybe some type of like town hall or like some type of leadership office. Leadership office. I don't know if they have like a mayor or like a king or I don't know what they got going on here, but maybe we could explore and just see if they have something here. Very well. Sounds fine to me. Yeah, I'm going to make a perception check to see uh, where the uh, uh, main part of the city is from our direction. Well, you're going to ask me what check it would be to see if you can see those types of things, because it's actually going to be investigation. Oh, investigation. I was wrong. I thought it'd be perception. There's looking around and there's acutely looking around. Got it. This is the latter. I got a 14. A 14. So looking around you, you're definitely closer to the market district. Um, Alcaster, while small, is still large enough that you're not able to see the entirety of the town from here. Uh, One thing that you do notice with that kind of a check is that there don't seem to be any taller buildings that would indicate like a a main area or that would indicate um, shops, homes, that sort of thing. That's probably where you would be looking for a town hall type building. Um, You're really not seeing anything of the sort. Well, um, I'm not sure if 
this place has one. It may just be a just a small enough town where everyone just does their own thing, I guess. I guess, or Crag's crew runs everything around here, I guess. I think we should ask about that. See what the locals know. Yeah, we can ask around, but I mean, if if I'm assuming they are what they are, I think some people might be a little hesitant to talk about them. Clearly, since the, um, the, the tavern keeper wouldn't want to say anything before that man ruled in. Yeah. You know, um, seeing, seeing as, you know, we just had that encounter, I think I might go back inside and try to question a little bit more. Maybe get some, just a little bit of information on maybe where we can find them. You'd like to talk to Redgrave yourself? Oh, I mean, I mean, didn't they? They they left, didn't they? they we the left. Came they're in. in the, they're in the bar, and we left the bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that he's out here, or he's in there, and we're out here. Yeah. <laughs> so the three individuals, the, the three individuals were coming into the sea captain's respite as you guys were all leaving. When they said they turned and left, they left the confrontation. They are still in the sea captain's respite. Oh, okay. That that makes more sense. Well, then yeah. never never mind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bartholomew, you, you just go back in there and talk to Redgrave. Good luck. <laughs> A man yeah. wants to go in there and square up himself. <laughs> God, I don't know. I guess you you guys want to just kind of walk around and maybe see what's around. Go check out some other buildings. I don't really know what to investigate right off the bat, but. Maybe we could walk around and see if there's anything weird or something happening. Well, we are here to collect data to see what we can do to um, help the area, so I suppose that's a good idea. Okay, so what direction are you headed first? What um what area ha- is more largely unexplored in uh, in terms of the city for us? Unexplored. So you've made your way towards the farmland area, which is actually where a lot of the housing is as well. You've made your way to the main, I call it the commerce area. You haven't seen Mm -hmm. all of the shops that are there, but you've seen a lot of the fish stands that are there uh, selling their daily wares. Um, You've already had the the unknowingly procured ham that was at the the sea captain's respite (laughs) that I got called out on last week. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So realistically, I mean, you've seen the majority of the places that are going to be of interest to you. The rest of the area, which is off to the north of Alcaster, is going to be more farmland and more homes, if that makes sense. Got it. This is not a large town. Is there anything that... um, Are are there any other people that look like they might be from from Craig's crew based on the description uh, of the three that we had? that were inside the bar. Is there anybody going around doing anything, um, you know, asking for money or or being a bully? Does anyone look like a ruffian? That's a good <laughs> question. For that, yeah. go ahead and give me a perception check. All right. I would also like we're to detectives. look for that. <laughs> we. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's not good. That's a nine. No, I didn't do much better. Got like a five. A five. So you didn't do better at all. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, at all. Okay. Looking around, there doesn't seem to be anybody in the immediate vicinity. Um, you, I believe Uther told you about his brief run-in with two uh, other assumed members of Crag's crew. Yes. Before the seat, the sheets covered him up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn sheets. Uh, but other than that, no, there doesn't seem to be anybody around right now. Nobody other around that fits that fits that description. description. Yeah, but there are other people kind of going about their day. Sure, absolutely. I looked at the group and uh, maybe we should hit up some of the other shops. Uh, I I really don't think we're going to get any more info other than maybe some of the shop owners, to be honest. That's very true. And honestly, I am. I have no other way to say it. I lost my cool there in that situation. I don't like how that man treated Fango and and Caitlin here. Um, But when it comes down to it, once again, it's not our responsibility to handle these ruffians unless they get in the way of our 
main object objective here of uh, investigating and, and helping to heal this land. Um, as high well, as he got in the way of my well, main we, objective we of just enjoying my day. Faces. <laughs> there was a lot of things. I said he got in the way of my main objective by ruining my day. <laughs> that is true. He seemed to ruin your day, and for that I'm very sorry. Um, it's part of the reason I stepped in. That was um, uncalled for very much on his part. I appreciate you stepping in because, yeah, I I probably would have socked him, and then I probably would have been laid out flat. So well, <laughs> it's better that you stop me. Yeah, Marcus, you you handled that way better than I would have. I probably would have escalated the situation, which is why I kept quiet for once. Now that I think about it, should we stalk them later? Stalk <laughs> <laughs> them with our stealth. <laughs> I mean, they no, have you'd... to be going somewhere. If you'd like, I can go from, you know, alley to alley and just take one out at a time until there's only <laughs> Redgrave I... left and then he's left alone and scared. <laughs> no, no, just a joke. Just a joke. That, then, no, what? And, Not then, a joke. No, and then Fango <laughs> will eat him. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. The circle of life, bitch. Yeah. There's a space in the back. Caitlin, what about your birds? I don't know. Did they make the journey with oh us? Oh my God, <laughs> birds. Ah, Fe or she thought about it. Pidge. They did not. Kaylin, go so find no. some more birds. I don't need more birds, <laughs> Uther. <laughs> well, how about that'd be the best way to track them? You know what? How about we just do this? I need, I need a break. I'm down for shopping. Let's like maybe, like See, fuel up on some supplies. Go find And then a maybe seagull. we should find a boat. A boat? Oh, to get like to the like uh, to get to, to the, some of the other parts of the island. Yeah, to oh. maybe take the journey over to our first uh, location on the map. Perhaps um, you have that book, by the way, where you can communicate with High Wizard Nils. I do. You could report back saying that there's some sort of um, issue with the farmlands here and that the, that the water is seeping up from the farmlands themselves. Uh, That's he fair, might, yeah. He might be interested to know that. He might provide some uh, insight into how to proceed forward, perhaps. Okay, I'll take out the book um, and I'll go ahead and write him a quick message just being like, hey, we made it. Uh, we have, or we've noticed already one anomaly where it seems like seawater is coming out of the ground across the farmland. Maybe this part of the island is sinking, question mark. Uh, we're going to keep investigating and see what else we can find. Okay. Uh, as you write the note in the book, nothing happens. You don't get a okay. response. Okay. Well, I will check in with him later. It's like a text message. He left me on red. All right. Let's <laughs> <go>. Text <laughs> message. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm down to go shopping if you guys are. Maybe we'll get a see if we can find some potions or anything else that we could just stock up on before going out into some place that isn't a town. Sounds fine to me. There's some shops that we haven't explored yet. Hopefully. Okay. Um, so as you are kind of making your way down the, the main road, taking a look at the shops, uh, you can see a couple of shops of note. Um, you see one on the left that looks like it's a blacksmith shop. Probably find some weapons and armor there. Uh, you see one on the right that just has kind of a, a sign out front with a picture of a flower on it. You're not really sure what that shop is all about. Um, you do see uh, a large building with a picture of a fish on it. You'd assume that's probably the headquarters of the, the fisher. If there's a fisher's guild in this town, which you're not really sure about, that's probably where they would be. And then you do also find a general store. So where are you headed? If, uh, if there's a, um, a fishing guild here, they might have some some large control of the town. I want to go to the flower least... store. Is it like a flower store or is it just a store with a flower on it? I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's a building with a flower on it. Well, let's go there. I think we'll... That's the only okay. one that doesn't look like a normal store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can go check that out and then I might uh, want to eyeball some new swords from... The blacksmith shop. Maybe some swords are a better bow and arrow situation. Yeah, there's a blacksmith. Oh. That was, was that's the first birds. one I said. 
<laughs> yeah. Luther was looking at the birds. I see. Uh, <laughs> okay, what birds? so she doesn't have them. <laughs> Random birds. Just staring, the complete, Zico staring at the top of my horns. Pigeons, as you, the completely untrained birds that would totally be great for reconnaissance. But yeah. then she would have to cast speak with animals. I would. And you never know then, how that will go. <laughs> hey, they weren't around for uh, Kenku, so their first words will not be. Oh, crap. I just spoiled it. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> uh, I, I just imagine we have to have an episode where it's just them. It's just the two birds going and doing their own thing <laughs> on an episode. <laughs> Only bird episode. And then they find Kenku. Oh no! <laughs> and then there was th- well, it is an only birds episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> birds of a feather oh, flock, flock together. together. Anyway, Jesse, you lose guess- inspiration. <laughs> no, <laughs> negative inspiration. Yeah, negative <laughs> inspiration. They're the ones that made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Am I understanding correctly that you're heading to the shop with the flower on it, or are you going somewhere else? <laughs> yes, to yes. the flower shop. <laughs> All right, so you open the door to the flower shop, and your noses are immediately assaulted by a variety of different scents. Most of them seem to be coming from the beautiful bouquets of flowers that are on display both in the window and inside the store. But the further you get into the store, the less familiar it becomes to you, Bartholomew, and the more familiar it becomes to you, Caitlin. These appear Heck to yes. be ingredients. Oh, that's exciting. You seem to have found a florist (laughs) and an alchemist. Like an apothecary kind of a... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's cool. All right, I'm going to... You know what? I haven't I haven't had this one come back. I'm curious if they have any uh rose tonic. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh there seems to be a uh a big cloud of smoke coming from one of the corners of the the shop itself. And as you get closer, you find that it's not a cloud of smoke. It's a a woman sitting behind a desk who is smoking a very long pipe. Uh, Hello there. (laughs) Hello. Welcome in. General Kenobi. How can I help you today? Uh, I was wondering if you had any uh, floral tonics at all. What sort of scent are you looking for? <laughs> uh, I was w- looking for Rose, if you by chance had that. She ponders for a moment. You can't really make out any of her features through the smoke, but then you hear the voice a moment later say, Not currently, but that's certainly something that I could make. Okay. Uh, I would love to commission you for a bottle. I seem to have both run out and my other ones broke and I don't know if this I've, I don't have any more <laughs> curious I haven't seen your faces here before oh uh, yeah we're new we just arrived earlier today why nobody comes uh, here <laughs> I guess you could say we're here for some special sightseeing that doesn't sound suspicious at all nope totally fine <laughs> Well, Marcus, Marcus chuckles <laughs> and and kind of like steps up to Caitlin and says, uh, "We've been tasked to uh, investigate uh, the, the 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 strange phenomena here on in these islands uh, and see if we can help it all." I see. Well, you may be too late, Maybe but you might not be. Marcus like furls his brow and he says, "Why do you say that? What what's that smoke smell like? By the way, just a." Uh... Out of curiosity. <laughs> um, you can't quite place the flavor, but it's it's more akin to hookah than it is cigarette smoke. Oh, okay. Yeah. For, I really thought she was smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you got the- Do you want to get a big whiff in there, Jesse? Do you wanna you wanna see what Bartholomew can see? Or smell? You know? What you do you can see with the smell? What can you see with the smell? I think I do. Well, listen, if he he drinks deeply enough, he might start seeing things. (laughs) Oh, great. Uh, Go ahead and give me a perception check based on smell. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I will try. That is a 21. Hey, 21, you take a big ol' whiff. And the smell that comes back to you is peaches. Peaches? Uh Uh-oh. Peaches. I love peaches. Uther uh, wants to minor illusion a uh, flying fish. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> for what purpose? Just for fun. 
Okay. Uh, what kind of fish? Um, uh, let, let's do a trout. <laughs> a trout. Are you gonna do this like right when we ask, like, oh, what do you mean we're too no. late? And then a fish <laughs> appears out of nowhere. No, no. Just because I, I, I see Bartholomew just uh, sniffing the the smoke. <laughs> So as this is happening, Bartholomew, you take in a deep whiff, and suddenly right in front of your face is uh, what seems to be a trout of some kind. It takes you a moment to recognize it as an illusion. You've been around Uther long enough to know his general skill set, and it just kind of swims along in the smoke, and you hear a chuckle coming from behind it as the woman replies to you, Chris, uh, Chris. <laughs> replies to you, Marcus. Uh-huh. Well, I, I was looking at your Zoom name, which isn't even Chris. I don't know where <laughs> It's a help. (laughs) Um, Looks towards you, Marcus, and says, Have you seen the state of things here? Yes, it appears that the fields are flooding from themselves inward, and you have ruffians running the town. Exactly. You would do well to leave as soon as you can. Marcus kind of like tilts his head and smiles and says, I would love to, uh, honestly, but unfortunately, uh, we can't do so until we gather more information uh, in these lands. Why Why does everybody keep telling us to leave? <laughs> Every single person we run into says that we shouldn't be staying here. What are you doing here, then, if it's, if it's a doomed place like this? <sighs> I'm going to smell Mark- more peaches. Marcus, Marcus like nods at like Bartholomew like yeah that's a really good question like looks back at her so Bartholomew you see this because you're close enough to the smoke you see a shifting through the smoke as though the person behind it is turning to look at something or somebody else and you see the glint and for a brief moment you can see perfectly one glowing silver eye staring right at you And then the next moment it vanishes, and you hear the voice continue. This is my home. This is where I practice my trade. I have reason to be here, that you do not. I say this not to ward you away. I say this not to scare you. Consider it a warning, free of charge. And then you see the the shifting behind the smoke again. And the voice addresses you, Caitlin, and says, Roast tonic will be easy enough to make. It'll cost you a gold for a full bottle. Is that acceptable? Yeah, that's fine with me. Um, I'll gladly pay that. Okay. Do you pay her now, or are you going to wait for the tonic? She doesn't say anything about it. Uh, I guess I'll ask her, like, is it money up front or when you're done? That depends on how much you trust me, I suppose. Uh, you should, I guess you should wait until she finishes the product, Caitlin. I, but Caitlin's very trusting. <laughs> we know. Yeah, yeah. But but maybe listen to someone who is trying to help you with money problems. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, take inspiration. Oh come on! Now you're back at zero. Also, help me with money problems, says the one who tried to like freaking swindle me out of gold forever ago gold that you now don't have <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i'm just keeping um, it safe for you it's fine i guess i'll just look at her and just say like how about we do half up front and half on completion i find that acceptable Great. Marcus uh, smiles at her and says, um, well, I suppose now we have a reason to be here until that rose tonic is finished. (laughs) It's a very quiet laugh. And then she replies, (laughs) so it would seem. Marcus keeps smiling and says, by the way, what is your name? My name is Elvira. And yours? Uh, Marcus. My name is Marcus. A pleasure, Marcus. Okay, sorry, I'm taking a note. Elvira. <laughs> Elvira. <laughs> like it. It's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a great name. Apothecary Elvira. I guess I'll ask her one more question before we do anything else. I'll be like, also just one follow-up. I I'm really passionate about like creatures and animals, and I know at least more of like 
exterior knowledge about them. But my whale dog here, I'm just afraid if he ever gets hurt, I don't know if there's a way that I can like heal him efficiently. Do you have any recommendations of something that I could give him or anything that I could keep on my person to help him out in case he ever gets hurt? You don't hear an answer for a moment. You assume that Elvira, wherever she is behind that smoke, is pondering. Then she replies. And it actually does take this long. Scott's not just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose I have a healing salve that may work. Shall we test it? Okay. Oh, God. Uh, I guess can I feel out her intentions on it like is she make an insight check does she feel confident about it (laughs) make an insight check at disadvantage because there's a lot you don't know about this person all right oof all right uh i got a nine you're a very trusting person (laughs) well character caitlin be like um sure yeah here he is and i'll kind of take him out of the baby harness and like kind of hold him out a little bit and kind of show where he got at least hit and slapped mm-hmm. in the freaking face and you can <laughs> see that um he's got a little bit of a bruise oh my um, baby and as you kind of as you kind of take him out of your little your little carrier he he whimpers a little bit as you <laughs> i'm sorry buddy i'm gonna i'm gonna try to fix this okay you hear some shuffling from behind the smoke and then uh, an old rather wrinkled hand appears holding a bottle and that bottle is placed down in front of you Oh, thank you. Um, how much would this be? Nothing. I assume to test. Oh. Should you wish to oh. purchase, it will be three silver. Okay, I guess we'll test it. Do I just uh put it on his skin then? <laughs> you said it was a canid, correct? Yeah, it's a whale dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that term before. Oh, it's really popular in Heliconia. <laughs> ah. <laughs> The land of fables, I see. (laughs) That's what uh, some people call the rings, you know. Oh, that's the land of oddities. Marcus Nance. Were you born here? That that silent chuckle again. (laughs) And she replies, firstly, dear, feel free to just apply it to wherever you think would be necessary. Was your cannon injured? Yeah, he got uh, pushed around by someone in Crag's crew. Ah, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Just apply it straight to the injury. Now to your question, oh. Marcus. Yes, I was born here. Okay, so I'll go ahead and take a little bit of like a cloth and put some of the salve on it and then rub it onto the spot that's bruised okay you hear a bit of a yelp when it's first applied and you realize that the the salve itself is rather cold um but as you continue to apply it um the whimpering that's coming from fango slowly dies down he starts to tentatively wag his back half and then it gets more and more so and he looks a lot healthier to you and it looks like the swelling that was on his cheek is down Oh, there we go, buddy. Icy yeah. hot. First it gets icy to numb the pain, then it gets hot. To <laughs> <laughs> warm the pain away. Or, or I can think of his like head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. All right, we're, we're going to get Shit. copyright striked, so. <laughs> head um, on, do not apply directly to the forehead. Yeah, that'll make it better. <laughs> so. I'll just kind of observe him and make sure he's not having any other weird side effects, at least on the immediate um, taking of this. And uh, if it doesn't show like he's going to at least show any signs, I'm going to go ahead and take out eight silver for half the... Because she said three silver, right, for the healing? Correct. Okay, so I'll take out eight, so it's half for the tonic and for the healing salve, and I'll pay her the eight silver. Okay. Um, make an investigation, ch- actually an animal handling check. All right, come on, baby, give me a good roll. <clears throat> okay, so that is a 17. Okay, with a 17, you, you take some time to observe Fango, and one thing you do notice is that he seems very low energy right now. Hmm... 
Okay. <laughs> it's oh, this peach is really getting to my nose. Um, is, are, is there? Do I see any windows? <laughs> None that open. It would be the door. There's a display window where you saw some of the bouquets of flowers when you walked in. That's not like really meant to be opened. Waving my arm, trying to get the smoke to like move. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a different scent, young one? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm learning. I don't like peaches as much as I thought. Um. <laughs> what do you like? I love the smell of success. Marcus rolls his eyes. Noise in the back. (laughs) You hear that same chuckle coming from behind the smoke, and then you hear Elvira say, "Unfortunately, that's not one I can replicate. You'll have to discover it for yourself." Dang, (laughs) that's a good one. So I, I think I'll go ahead and pay her the silver. I know that Fango is showing like the tiredness, but I'm thinking to myself that I might want to just have it in case like something does happen at least i could maybe show it to someone later and be like can you decipher what this is made of and can you help me so i think i'll just buy the bottle anyway okay so um the hand comes back out and accepts the eight silver from you and then you hear elvira say from behind the smoke i can have that tonic ready for you in an hour uh wonderful okay i'll be back in an hour then enjoy your stay (laughs) um if Marcus can't help but chuckle too. Uh, before we go, you you said um, Bartholomew here, young one. Uh, have you been on the rings for a long time? You said you were born here. There's silence from the other side. And then you hear... Wait, did you just ask her if she was born here? No, no, I said I said she was born here, but I said... Because uh, uh, she said... Bartholomew is a young one. Have, has she been here for a while? So I was trying to tactfully ask her, yeah, hey, you that's old. I was, I was <laughs> double checking that. Um, and then you hear uh, another chuckle from behind the smoke. And she says, didn't you know it's impolite to ask a lady her age? That's why I was trying to be tactful. <laughs> uh, and, and However, Marcus. Oh, yeah. I like you, Marcus. Ooh. I've been here well over 200 years. 200 years? Wow! You must have some great wisdom uh, when it comes to this area, then. And my wisdom would be to pass along to you that you should leave. Unfortunately, somebody. Hold on. Actually, I need to like remember. Is how old is Nils? How, how old did he say he was? I can't remember. <laughs> oh God! Didn't he say he was I like five hundred he... or something like that? Or I is he older? He was... I can't remember. I know he's oh. like, I'm friggin' old, man. <laughs> he's also old as hell. Yeah. I feel he said, like, a couple of generations of people. So if you ask me, I think anything over 300 is probably a good guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know he told us how old he was at one point, but I can't remember the exact number. So, like, uh, Mox is like, um, well, somebody somebody with with even as much wisdom as you, or much more, um, has, like I said, tasks, tasked us for... Um, Tasked us to see about this area and help with the phenomena, um, because it's great interest of him and the the larger um, magical community, I suppose. Um, and so we can't quite leave just yet. But if you have some insights to this area, perhaps some knowledge of how these phenomena have progressed, um, it, it would be very keenly interesting to us to to know about that. Where precisely are you looking you- to go? Yeah, um, I guess I take out. I'm, Nils gave us a map, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll take it out and kind of point to the different spots that he talked about. Okay. So you're pointing at the. Uh, okay, so you're pointing at the 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 five markers that you have. Yeah, yeah the forest of no return, <laughs> uh, the mountain, uh, Vazaberg, uh the keep, and then the top of one of the rings just at the edge of it. Next okay. to Outcaster, where we are. Um, yeah. So she'll point first at the marker that is closest to you, which is going to be on the inner ring, the one that doesn't have any sort of city near it, and she'll say, you'll have trouble getting to that one. Nobody goes to the inner rings anymore. You have okay. the bridge to get to Wolf's Crest, and 
should you find a way to get into Ludmore Keep. Well, let's just say that will be difficult for you. But you'll be hard-pressed to find a way to the inner ring, the right inner ring. You you know the one that I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah between between Alcaster and Ludmore Keep, right? Yes, precisely. Yep. She'll say, Vassaburg is a city of cowards. Oh. You'll find that they are easily swayed, easily cowed. In general, not very good people. Well, I mean no disrespect to the people of Alcaster, but aren't they under the grip of this Crags crew? <laughs> we don't have fighters here. The difference between Alcaster and Vasaberg is that we don't have the ability to fight back. They do and choose not to. That does sound rather passive. She'll point um, to another spot on your map. The mountain is an anomaly within an anomaly. It's an island that shouldn't exist. And a hundred years ago, it didn't. I'm not sure what you'll find there. The only one of these that I've heard any rumors about would be this one. And she points at the Forest of No Return. They say that all who enter either don't leave or come out crazed with no memory of what happened inside. Now, it's a very dense forest. There are some swampy areas nearer to the coast. I traversed the forest more in my youth than I do now. If there's something amiss there, you can be sure that it has to do with nature magic. Hmm. Do you have any belief that the um, the different phenomena are originating from different sources? Versus nature versus some sort of other um, phenomena? To that, I have absolutely no idea. Save one piece of information. Oh? Ludmore Keep, at the very center of the Rings of Angbal, used to be the ruling city back when we had a united government. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason it fractured is because some kind of shield went up around the entirety of the castle. Really? Nobody has been able to enter since. Well, that does seem rather particular, as if somebody's trying to keep everyone else out. Or something in. That said, <laughs> oh, God. I doubt that uh, nature magic. <laughs> that, that just, I'm sorry, that like freaked me the heck out, yo. <laughs> well, shit, I guess, I guess what, that Marcus? means I'm doing my job. Yeah, that was great. Nails, what the hell? We get to go and experience it. Oh, God. I don't want to break something out of there. <laughs> God. And then she'll, she'll continue to you, Marcus, and she'll say, uh-huh. I don't know specific sources, but I will say that I don't believe whatever happened to Ludmore Keep is based in nature magic. And she sends it she says it in a mildly condescending tone <laughs> that wasn't meant to be insulting, it was just kind of a duh moment, you know what I mean? Like boo, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um Mark is like tilts his head like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh when did this shield arise around Ludmore Keep? How long ago? Hmm. I would say probably about the same time that Mount Numor appeared. So this mountain appeared and a shield overcame Ludmore Keep at the same time? Oh, within a year or two at least. When you get as old as I am, memory becomes a strange thing. Yes, I can imagine. Um, I do greatly appreciate this wisdom and insight that you provided to us, uh, Elvira. Um... Do you know if uh, Crag's crew uh, operates anywhere outside of Alcaster on these rings? Oh, no, 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 no. Crag himself has his appearances. He has his strength and he has his men and women, those that follow him. But while they are more than strong enough to subdue a place like Alcaster... They couldn't take the rings themselves. I'm sure. I mean, he only has 40, 50 men. 
Oh, is that all? Kate, Kate was like, oh, only god damn, that was close. <laughs> good, good information. Um, one fireball couldn't handle. <laughs> if you managed to cluster them all together. Hey, everyone, look, a whale dog. Come punch it. And everyone comes. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. I'll give you inspiration for that because that was wow. just fucked up, to, fucked up enough to be really funny. Wow. I'm, surprised, I'm surprised it didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> True I would facts. never put Fango on the line. Oh, yeah, but I just yeah. thought of like. I mean, you would absolutely be able to wipe out Craig's crew with that and Fango. <laughs> And Oof. me. <laughs> Oof. Um, Marcus like nods to her and says, um, "How long has Crag been um, influencing this town?" Oh, not long. Since the flooding began, three harvesting seasons ago, perhaps. About three. Uh, about three years ago, and the flooding happened at the same time. Nearer, near. You might say that. Craig was able to take power because of the flooding. Get desperate people in desperate times, and they're easy to sway. Did Precisely. He, did he come from the rings himself, or did his uh, ruffians uh, arrive by sea? That you would have to ask him. I suppose so. Again, I wouldn't recommend it. I don't plan on talking to him anytime soon, at least. But tell me, what's your opinion on the man and his his gang? I'm not strong enough to do anything about it, but they leave me be. They assume that what I do back here is, and I quote, despisable witchcraft. Oh. They seem well. to have been under the impression that mm -hmm. should they harm or bother me, that I would poison them all in their sleep. Can't imagine <laughs> where they got that idea. Uther's <laughs> just laughing in the back. Um, he, he does uh, ask her a question. Hi, uh, I'm Uther, but um, you mentioned something kind of curious. Do they not like magic users? I don't think it has to do with the arcane magic, the types of things you would generally see. But they don't understand potion making. They don't understand the craft it goes into my work. All they know is that should I offer them a glass of water, you never know what might be in it. <laughs> Note to self. Thank you. <laughs> Caitlin kind of lights up and is a little excited since she also learned potion making not that long ago. <laughs> this, but this is Marcus's kind of humor, and he also laughs. <laughs> and <laughs> I we laugh have a bit of a potionist. <laughs> Bartholomew hurt himself in confusion <laughs> um, Marcus smiles uh, and says Elvira I greatly appreciate uh, we greatly appreciate um, all of this wisdom and insight that you provided us and we know you're no witch <laughs> uh, thank you so much um, for what you've done and as, like I said as much as we'd like to leave um, we have a greater duty to stay here and perhaps help heal these lands which might Hopefully help you and the people here in Alcaster. There's silence behind the smoke, and then you hear her say, I hope you don't die, Marcus. <laughs> yes, I hope so as well. <laughs> well, you know, one way we can prevent that is healing potions, so I might be back for that later. <laughs> she says, I mostly deal in ingredients. Oh. But I can sell fair. you those. If only we had somebody that could use ingredients to make healing wow. potions. Whoa! <laughs> Who could that be, Marcus? I don't know. Yeah. Who could it be, Ooh. Caitlin? Well, it's definitely not me. <laughs> We've learned something today. <laughs> yeah, I think I have supplies for like three more potions, so I think I'll hold off for now, but I might come back later after we do some more shopping. Do, do you have any uh, pre-made um, health potions, just out of curiosity? I do not. I sell my stock to the general store. Ah, very well. Um, one last question, aside from Craig's crew, is there any formal um, system of power here in Alcaster? Not anymore. Very well. Um, do you believe that maybe perhaps one of the, um, the fishing boats, we might be able to charter it to get closer to the inner rings? My guess would be no. 
If you and ask then, somebody, they go to the inner rings and try and take their ship or their boat. They will assume that they won't see it again. And it's time fishing, to either... Mm -hmm. Fishing is their livelihood. They won't readily give that up. Not for... What they will see as half-baked adventurers. No offense. Well, if we stay here for another half hour, I think we'll be fully baked. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Nice one. Uh, <laughs> we'll be as baked as a peach cobbler. Oh, it got worse. It got worse. That was great. Yes. <laughs> High five, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you think they'd give us a boat to, you know, leave this place? <laughs> what? Oh, leave the shop. I understand now. <laughs> I don't No, I don't actually think that's what he meant. <laughs> Never mind. I was like, what do you mean leave this place? Like physically where we're at now because of our bad jokes? I'm just, I'm bringing back the fact that everyone keeps telling us to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I suppose you could reasons. find someone. How did you get here? Um, on the clown car. On <laughs> the clown car. Ah, Amadeus. Do you know him? What a fool. Amadeus, what a fool. Amadeus. Amadeus. <laughs> Fast ship, though. Well, I guess we'll have it to is, see if he's still here. It is rather peculiar, a ship that pilots itself. You are aware of it? And him? He comes in here from time to time, whenever he's found some new woman. He likes to Ooh. buy flowers for her here. Oh, isn't that sweet? Uh, it would be if it ever worked. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Marcus laughs. <laughs> Fucking goblin. <laughs> um, and another issue is that we have no way of return until we have completed our mission anyway, so we, we, have, we have no choice other than keep investigating because Mr. Or I should say Captain, uh, Amadeus is gone and um, has left us without transport and no way of knowing really how to leave until we're finished anyways. So you hear a chair creak and you hear the thumping as though the front legs of a chair have touched the ground and you see a pair of folded arms appear from outside of the smoke, again, rather wrinkled, and you hear Elvira say, so let me get this straight. You've been tasked by somebody presumably older and wiser than myself to investigate strange and dangerous occurrences here on the rings. You were given a ship here and no way back until you've completed your mission. Yes, Does this person want hmm? to kill you? No, <laughs> Ellie's wizard knows his dick. All signs point to yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have one more question. Yes. A smart person would never accept a deal like that, and you, Marcus, are a smart person. <laughs> so, I've told you a bit about myself. Now I ask that you return the favor. Why? Why come here? Why accept yeah. this ridiculous mission? Marcus. Everyone looks at Caitlin. Yeah, Marcus looks at Caitlin. <laughs> Everyone looks at Caitlin. Because we help our friends. And uh, Caitlin was uh, in great need of help. <laughs> uh, Marcus nods at Uther's comment um, Have you ever heard of the High Wizard Nils? I've heard of the Circle of High Wizards But not Nils himself, no and he, I can't remember Is he? I, I can't remember Was he still part of the Circle Or did he leave the Circle of High Wizards? He's still part of the Circle Okay, okay um, So Marcus like, says Yes, he's, he's one of the members of the High Circle of Wizards And so it's of their interest to explore these areas Um we have been indebted uh, to him uh, because uh, our, our friend Caitlin here um, seeked him out to uh, heal a small girl with a very grievous affliction that uh, only he could heal. Um, so now we owe him a large sum of money um, and we are basically working that off um, to investigate his interests and this is one of them. A spell that only a high wizard could use. Indeed, yes. Um, it was Purity. I believe that was the one. Yep, that's correct. You convinced a high wizard 
to cast purity without payment. It was the um, clear, clear water affliction. There was no other choice. It was to save a small girl's life. You must be either very persuasive or very stupid. Marcus looks at I would Caitlin. say I'm a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. <laughs> wow, thanks for all of you. <laughs> You're welcome, Caitlin. Had, had our dear Caitlin uh, talked to us about it, we might have... <gasps> We might have had more dialogue about that, but um, what's done was done, and um, we decided it would it would be for the best to uh, continue partying together. And um, if the High Wizard Nils believes this area to be of importance um, and the, the, the phenomena here, um, then it's worth doing. And helping people is what we do, as well as we can do it. Allow me to give you a bit of advice, Marcus. And I promise I'm not telling you to leave this time. Marcus does that pained Ryan Reynolds smile. (laughs) And he's like, please do. (laughs) You seem the type that will eventually run afoul Craig Wolfsbane and his crew. Something you should know about. I say the man, but the orc (laughs) is that he is strong and he is proud but any strong man can be broken and without their leader they will scatter into the wind who's for thought Rubs his chin. It's like, oh, side quest okay. accepted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Defeat Craig. <laughs> so it goes straight for the heart, is what you say, in terms of his crew. Um, we have no need to directly uh, um conspire against him. Um, interact with him, I should say. Um, and we plan on exploring the rings overall and hopefully help heal this area that way, but it is very likely that if we continue this work, um, we will interfere with him and thus he will come after us. Are you saying that we should strike first? You get no response. Mm. I guess we'll just have to take it as it goes, Marcus. Um... One crag at a time. <laughs> Hello, Vira. You are my favorite person on this island thus far. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you for your time, and I'll I'll come back in an hour for that rose tonic. I really appreciate your help. Then I will see you then. Have a wonderful day, and do try not to cause too much trouble. No promises. No, yes. I can't promise no. I'm a therapist. <laughs> Okay, so at that point, do you leave the shop? Yep. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you walk out of the shop, Bartholomew, give me a perception check. Ooh. Okay. Everyone looks like a peach. Nat 20 for a 23. <laughs> Nat 20. Immediately out of the corner of your eye, and this is because you had asked about it specifically before, immediately out of the corner of your eye, going down one of the stands of fish, you can see one of the stands... That's not what I meant to say. Going down (laughs) one of the fish stands, like just walking along them, you see um, three people who look like they are probably part of Craig's crew. Oh, well, I will point that out to the rest of our party. Do you think that, I mean, he said 40 to, or she said 40 to 50 people. I mean, they might be part of the crew. I mean, I can take a guess. It might be one of the 40 to 50. <laughs> Three out of the 40 to 50. Yeah, Caitlin. So we've now seen four out of the 40 or 50. You've seen six <laughs> of the 40 or 50. Six of the 40 to 50. <laughs> D&D is all math. We're checking Man, off these people, guys. We're, we're going we're gonna to have to send you back to Miss P. You know, okay, that's fair. Love. <laughs> um... And that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> On that really awkward note. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Caitlin, you suck at math. Let's end the episode. All right. <laughs> High fives all around, everyone. Nobody is surprised. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, you're going to sink at one hour and four minutes into the recording. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, 
oh, whatever shoot. will we do? I'll yeah. never figure that out. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right so thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of the roaring d20s uh i know it's going a little bit slow right now but i promise the payoff will be super worth it assuming the party doesn't do anything too stupid <laughs> yay ah. let's steal their outfits okay and there it is so join us in two weeks when we get a tpk yay, <laughs> yay. But in all seriousness, we hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating this. I know that we have a blast recording this, so hopefully you are, you feel like you're going along for the ride. Uh, as always, if you have anything nice to say, all of our uh, Twitter handles are in the description of the podcast. If you have anything mean to say, Caitlin's Twitter handles in the description of the podcast. Oh, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.